Hello everyone, this is Hannah, your host, and you are listening to the Success is Routine podcast. Our show is on a mission to talk to leaders in life and business that have achieved success and to learn what their routine is. If you are ready to create your routine to success, you're in the right place. Now, let's get started. I'm so excited to have Lori DaCosta here on Success is Routine podcast. She is a mindset life coach and creator of Lifestyle with Lori. And so I'm yes. so excited to have you on the show. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. And we actually met through Instagram. I saw some posts that you were doing and I was yes. like, I need to have her on the show. <laughs> so I'd love for you to share with our audience, you know, a little bit more about you. What's your story? Kind of like what's your background with for you? Well, as you know, as you noted, Hannah, I'm a mindset life coach. And so my role is really to help women tap into their inner strength into that inner confidence so that they can lead their life in a way that they desire, right? You know, prior to this role, I was a trauma counselor for um, many years and I helped support folks through their healing journey. And through that, I really witnessed the power in tapping into your mindset and really overcoming those mindset barriers and tapping into our resilience and that inner strength. And so it was in the recent years that I pivoted from, you know, the trauma work into the life coaching and empowerment work for women because I think that is so important and my own journey has also taught me the you know the power in mindset work you know and as we'll be discussing further today uh you know my journey kind of started with starting out as what I thought would be a fitness journey which quickly turned into like a huge life transformation and it was all through the power of mindset work and routine Mm-hmm. and tapping into our strength and our experiences to kind of get us through and get us to the goals. So, you know, that's a little bit about me is my work is very focused on women empowerment and tapping into our confidence and our inner strength. And so I'm really, really passionate about that. And I think it's important that, you know, everyone has a space that they can come to non-judgmentally to feel supported in achieving their goals. I love that. I love um, that you're focusing on the mindset too, because with everything we do, it comes down to mindset and being Definitely. able to switch into that mindset to get to the goals we want to go to. Mm-hmm. You worked with trauma before, so and mm-hmm. then you switch into this mindset with women. And so did you kind of have a routine in place for all that time? Or like, did you grow up in a world like, you know, maybe you're around your parents had a big routine. Mm-hmm. What did that look like before you kind of made that switch? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, as you noted from childhood, you know, I've always kind of had a routine. I grew up in a household that was kind of very structured. For example, every Sunday was like church or family day. And then as a child growing up, the school routine kind of thing. So I did always grow up in a household that had a routine. And that was something that was that really resonated with me throughout my entire life. But my routines have definitely changed over the years based on like kind of goals or areas of focus. So my routines at the time when I was doing trauma work was a little bit different, um, especially like after doing a counseling session, for example, I definitely very much had a routine of kind of decompressing so I could release that energy I was holding, kind of the space, mm-hmm. the energy in the room. So I would do like a, a mini meditation, I'd light a candle, I'd physically get up, remove myself from the room and go on a quick walk and come back before my next session. So mm-hmm. that was a routine I had implemented then to really kind of ground myself. And now in the mindset kind of life coaching world, I do have a salary routine, um, but it's kind of it shifted, right? Because it's a different energy that I'm holding with my clients at this time. So my routine, let's say after a session, 
I, I do the same thing and kind of decompressing and releasing the energy that I was holding from that from my client, but I do so in a different way, right? My meditations are a little bit different. My thoughts are a little bit different, but I really like to just kind of close out that energy and that space with that person. So, you know, I do still like to physically get a room to myself from their room when it goes for a brief walk and come back to kind of just reground on myself. So that is a routine that I would say has kind of shifted throughout my rules, but it's something that I like, um, that I definitely like to do in this role is kind of releasing that energy and, uh, and that meditation grounding work is something that's huge in my routine uh, and has remained consistent throughout, I would say. Yeah, I think that's incredible that you, you know, working in this trauma world and like there's so many physicians that are going to deal with high trauma, especially when it comes to like therapy and coaching uh-huh. and things like that, that you found a way to be able to not take that with you everywhere you went into your normal uh-huh. life. I think that's uh-huh. so important. I think that's awesome that you did that. So you had a routine kind of in your whole life, like uh-huh. through your family and everything. What was it like trying to discover that you need to have that kind of routine like this? I need to disconnect. Uh-huh. Was it something that you learned from somebody else or is it something kind of discovered, hey, I need to find a way to not take this trauma with me because it's not my trauma to hold on uh-huh. to every day? Uh-huh. Well, it was definitely something that I've learned like from a young age that I'm someone, I'm with things between an introvert and an extrovert. So I think even from a young age, I always knew that, you know, even at the end of the day, I needed that time just for myself to kind of decompress. So that's nothing about myself personally that I've kind of always known but throughout the years there were regards to just kind of you know work rules changing and and things like that my routines have definitely uh, shifted but I've learned to do this especially in that trauma role you do need to decompress and and not take those things home with you so that was something that was really kind of ingrained for my self-care at the time Mm -hmm. but presently and just kind of throughout my journey you know having a routine it really does help with kind of that self-discipline and getting grounded and, you know, having a specific flow to your day. So that is something that has really helped create kind of success for me. And success comes in different forms, but uh, that's really what has helped kind of implement that success for me. So that I, something that I would say has been longstanding throughout my entire life, but it has shifted kind of depending on where I'm at in my journey at that time. But it's definitely an important thing, especially my morning and night routines. Those are pivotal. And those, I would say, haven't really changed. Those have always remained the same. Um, You know, how I start my day greatly impacts the flow of my day. So that has always remained the same and how I kind of close out my day. And so that contains, you know, like meditation and gratitude, things that kind of ground you. Mm-hmm. And as I previously noted, kind of tap back into that mindset work. You know, our mind is going a million miles, you know, uh, the entire day. So doing these routines that get us to kind of slow down and decompress and meditate really allows us to kind of piece those mindset pieces and release what we need to and kind of start fresh. So my morning and night routines have always been a staple. And then the little routines throughout the day have kind of shifted, I would say, depending on like my goals or my focus. I love that it's key. It stayed really consistent for you on the morning and night routines. You know, uh-huh. I've talked to a bunch of people and, you know, sometimes it varies. Some people are very strict and they keep the same routine regardless. And other people are yeah. like, no, it just kind of flows with them and it changes as the seasons change. Yeah. But that really brings us into like, let's talk about the routine. I know you've talked a lot of mindset and grounding and just like meditation. Uh, so what is your routine? 
Um, in regards to my morning routine, I like to, first thing in the morning is we often feel this urge to go directly to the phone. <laughs> um, and so part of the morning routine is really trying to just be mindful, mindful of that initial kind of energy that I'm holding and carrying. And so with that, I like to start my morning off with reflection. I really try not to go directly to the phone or anything else that that's going to distract me. I like my initial thought to be like just in kind of a grounding thought. So first thing in the morning, I like to just kind of have a moment of gratitude where I'm grateful, you know, to wake up another day, be in that moment. And I engage in like a moment of kind of meditation or prayer and kind of read reflections online as well to kind of just kind of get me to decompress. I like to set an intention for my day, whether it's something big, you know, if I have an important day ahead or whether it's something small, but I like to set an intention or focus, you know? So like today I want to be mindful or, you know, uh, be mindful of my boundaries or take time for self-care or whatever that may be. So that is more so my morning routine. It's just kind of getting that mindset, creating that foundation, I should say, for mm -hmm. the day ahead. And then my evening routine is definitely another form of kind of decompressing. So I like to take a few minutes to kind of meditate, ground myself. A lot of breath work, right, to kind of just release everything that we've been holding on to for the day is part of my nightly routine. I love yoga as well. And part of that nightly routine as well is really kind of reflecting on my day. You know, what are my takeaways? What's stuck with me? What do I want to let go of? And or perhaps what do I want to bring forward into my day ahead? So those are really just kind of part of my morning and evening routines are really kind of that reflection piece. And in regards to my routine throughout the day, I'm very structured. So in regards to like the beginning of my week, I will physically kind of write out things that I want to do for that week. And I like to carve out time specifically, um, you know, for fitness and working out and meditation and gratitude work. So my routine kind of has those staples, the morning and evening. And then I like to also carve out time throughout the week to do other things that impact mind, body, and spirit. And, you know, fitness and physical movement is a big part of that as well. So those two pieces are in the staples. And then the pieces throughout the midday and the week kind of shift depending on what, you know, my focus or, or my intentions or my goals are in that week. All right. Awesome. And then so a couple questions. So you talked about yeah. having like different fitness things throughout the week. So are those consistent too? Like you still have like set days to them or do you just kind of schedule them like where it makes sense? I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, in regards to uh, the fitness routine, that is that is a consistent thing for me because for me, that's just part of my self-care. And so that is a consistent thing throughout the entire week. So I would say that that's definitely a routine and, and a lifestyle at this point. Those other pieces in my routine just kind of shift, but mm -hmm. uh, definitely that fitness one is is a staple. And so for me, I kind of have these overarching parts of my routine that I like to carry on with me week through week. So mm -hmm. I want to ensure that I have time to, you know, kind of tap into those mindset pieces so I can release things that I need to and reframe for the week ahead the spiritual pieces as well. So I like to ensure every week that I carve out time to engage in spiritual practices, whether that's prayer or meditation or going for walks or literally going to a mass or something like that. And then uh, that physical piece, you know, that workout piece is something that's important for me as well. So I would say that those are staples and part of my routine is what are things that I can do each week that attend to my mind, body, and spirit. And so what I do to that kind of shift 
or changes, I should say. Maybe perhaps I won't do a meditation every day. Maybe I'll do prayer instead or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. So that kind of changes. The task changes, but the overarching goal of my routine is to attend to things that nurture the mind, body, and spirit. So those are the staples in my routine week by week. Uh, but the actions I decide to take kind of vary throughout. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, definitely. And so the next question I have then is, so I know, you know, you grew up, with routine and then when you got in the trauma work you had the routine and then you switched to this mindset and being a mindset life coach mm-hmm. and so how hard was it to switch that routine and did you struggle to stick with it or was it a fairly easy transition for you mm-hmm. switching roles as a whole going from you know trauma work into more kind of empowerment mindset work was a shift and I think that was just kind of within my own kind of mindset or, or beliefs and things. So the role itself definitely changed. It required some time to kind of adjust into, right? We're using a different part of our brain to provide trauma work as opposed to kind of more um, empowerment mindset work. Mm-hmm. But in regards to my routines and related to like my professional routines, I would say those have remained the same. And what that is, is I like to carve out time for um, you know, administrative work. So uh, I, part of my routine is every Sunday carving out time to kind of map out my week ahead. So that's definitely a routine thing that I like to do, uh, just creating my schedule for the week ahead. So that has been a staple from my previous role to now. Um, also carving out time as we, you know, just recently discussed for that self-care. Mm-hmm. Even still after one sessions, now with the clients, I like to take that time, kind of decompress, release that energy that I'm holding so that as well um, is a staple in my routine. Um, also, just kind of those administrative things, as you know, being a business owner, working in the marketing world, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of each month, kind of wrapping up, what are my business goals? Did I reach those? What do I need to plan for the month ahead? So those are definitely staples in my own routine as well as at the start of the week, kind of mapping out my week ahead. At the end of the week, kind of assessing, you know, what did I get to? What did I achieve? What do I need, uh, you know, to do moving forward? And then kind of those end of month routines as well, just kind of assessing, okay, what was this whole month like and what do I need to do going forward? So those are staples in my routine in regards to kind of my my professional routines, I would say. And then those kind of also pull into those kind of self-care pieces, especially being in and helping supportive role. Those self-care pieces are definitely something that I transitioned from the trauma mm-hmm. role to now. Yeah, I love that. You're definitely putting the routine of planning ahead. And so that, you know, when you get to those places, you're not like, oh, what am I doing? I know what to do. You're already there. So I know a lot of people struggle with like sticking to a routine and they like something that they start one, they stop one, start one, stop one. So what tips you have, especially as a mindset and life coach to help somebody stick to that routine? My first thing I would, you know, encourage is like to start small. You know, we often want to jump and it's good to jump all in, but, you know, start small. So one task at a time and doing routines or setting up schedules, whatever that may be for you, that feel good for you and that resonate for you, right? So if doing a one hour workout every single day isn't something that is actually doable for you, then perhaps planning two times a week that you can do a one hour routine and one day a week that you're doing a 20 minute routine or, you know, finding things that feel best for you, I think help keep us consistent in a routine and doing things that you enjoy. And I think it's also important that folks add time in their routines 
or that self-care piece or that enjoyment. People often associate routines to kind of a strict kind of rigid thing and to have that flexibility, right? Like it's good to be accountable, but to give ourselves that flexibility, I think for me has definitely helped with that consistency and that motivation, especially Mm -hmm. when I started out on my fitness journey. There was a lot of that starting and stopping, which was difficult, but what really helped me keep consistent was finding a routine that felt best for me, finding a time of day that felt best for me to do my workouts, finding, um, you know, a meal plan that resonated best with me. So for me, I would say the biggest tip would be, you know, doing a routine that feels best and doable for that person and starting Mm -hmm. small, right? Start small and then you can add on to the routine as it grows and eliminating the things as you go that aren't working for you. So Mm -hmm. a routine needs to help build and help move you forward. So if it's causing anxiety or feeling too rigid, then that's not the one for you, right? Kind of reconfiguring and starting again. So that would be my biggest tip is finding something that feels best for you and starting Uh, small. (laughs) I love that. I love that. It's really focused on you and like you doing what's right for you. And so one question that comes to mind there then is time. So, so often we're told, get up at 5 a.m., get up at 7 a.m., 6 a.m., all those things. But somebody that probably doesn't have a routine probably is not waking up that yeah. early. And so by the yeah. time they wake up at eight, nine, ten, yeah, they're defeated as they've already lost it. Like, what's your advice for you know what time should you be waking up? Does the time yeah. you wake up truly impact it as much as we all think it does? Mm, that's a really good question, actually, <laughs> because you know, in my actually core group, I have there's a bunch of us too that are those five a.m. Mm-hmm. folks that like to uncover and there's those others who kind of just go with the flow and i think this uh, kind of echoes for what i just noted and finding what works best for you because that's what's really going to help keep you consistent you know for me personally the 5 a.m doesn't resonate with me as much but what i would say is you know starting like i said starting small and starting at a place that feels good for that person but also being mindful of how you start your day. Like if we're looking at, you know, that the morning routine piece or, you know, what time is the best time to wake up to start the day, I would say it's how are you starting your day? Mm-hmm. Um, less focused on the time, but how is it that you're starting your day, right? We all know that when we have those mornings that we miss the alarm clock and we're rushing to work and we're flustered and we forget our lunch, we're overwhelmed, it kind of, our whole day is kind of shot, right? And it, 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 and holds the energy for how our day flows. So I would say that would be the biggest thing is how is it that you're starting your day? And and especially for folks that are just starting to implement a routine, how do you want to feel when you start your day, right? I would start there. And if it's, I want to feel grounded, I want to start off, you know, uh, with a positive mindset, then it's, okay, what things can you do to implement in your routine that's going to help you feel that way? So that's more so my perspective on that is, you know, less about that timing of when to wake up to do that, but more so looking at the person and saying, you know, how do you want to feel when you start your day? What would that look like for you? And what are those little things that we can do to help you start feeling that way to 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 begin a process, right? So yeah, that that's my thoughts on it. So less of the 5 a.m. type person, but I do see the value in, in that as well, right? So I think it definitely comes down to the person and you know, what is their goal really? And how is it that they want to feel? I loved how your morning routine was so simplistic. It was something that okay. anybody could really implement because it okay. wasn't like, you know, right for 30 minutes, walk your dog mm-hmm. for an hour. It was the meditation yep. and setting the intentions for the day. Yes. And you can do that in 10, 15 minutes. 
versus needing to wake up at 5 a.m. and spend two hours setting your day. So I really love the simplicity, but the impact is still going to be so powerful because setting intentions, I think, you know, is huge. And it's something, you know, you talked a lot about ascending the intentions, planning the day. Uh What is something that really helps you like figure out your intentions? Like what should your intentions be? How do you set those? Oh, that's actually a really, really good question. I think that comes down, you know, person to person and kind of where you're at in your journey. And so setting for intention for the day can be, you know, something small and just, you know, I want to be mindful today or I, you know, I want to be a little bit more assertive or I want to attend to my boundaries. Like it can be something large or it can be something small. And I think setting the intention is just allowing us to have that focus throughout our day. And so how do you set the intention? I would just kind of say, you know, what is what is my overarching goal? How do I want to feel for this day? And what, what do I want to make my focus? And like I said, an intention can be something super simple. Of, you know, today I just, for some folks, it can be I want to make sure I, I take my lunch break, right? Today my intention is I want to find that time to take my lunch break in a busy work day. And for other people, their intention can be, I want to, you know, adhere to my boundaries and, and engage in assertive communication, or I want to adhere to my routine today. It's just kind of something that gives you a framework for your day. And I think that's what makes setting an intention in the morning so powerful, especially for me, is how do I want to set the stage? What is my foundation for my day ahead? And so I think that is the importance in setting the intention, but it can be something big and it can be something small. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I would encourage folks to just kind of take a look and say, you know, what is my goal for the day? What do I want to be the focus? And not put so much pressure on you, right? We don't have to put so much pressure on ourselves to make these routines feel so, we want it to feel authentic. You want it to feel like part of you, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, if, you know, waking up at 5 a.m. and going for a two-hour walk and then doing yoga and you know, having your smoothie is your way to do your morning, then that's what works for you to set your intention to lead your day. Mm-hmm. But for others, it can be more, you know, a simple, smaller thing. So for me, an intention, I would say, is just kind of what is that focus? How do you want to feel for your day? And what is the one small thing that you can do? It doesn't have to be something big, but just something mm-hmm. small to get that mindset, right? Setting that intention really prepares the mindset for the day ahead. So that would be what I would say, you know, mm-hmm. what do you want that focus to be? Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Cause like when I think of intentions, like I always thought of like these big audacious goals, <laughs> like yeah. my intention is to, you know, bring in a million dollars. Just like yeah. really out there. So I like that you actually brought it back down and made it really simple. Like my intention yeah. is to be present or exactly. to take that lunch break versus these huge things that become daunting That's that, nice. you know, makes you not stick to that routine because you become afraid that you can't achieve it. So instead of not being able to achieve it, you just ignore it. <laughs> exactly exactly you you hit the nail on the head right when it seems so big it seems out of reach but when we break things down a little bit smaller for one it is easier for us to keep consistent but it also helps to implement or create a mindset that is more nurturing right when we're overwhelmed our mindset starts wandering in all these places we get that imposter syndrome we get that inner critic we get that you know all these other things that come up when we take it small, piece by piece, that helps to build that mindset, build that self-discipline, build that consistency. And also it's something that resonates with you. Like it's not something me telling you to do. It's something that feels right for Hannah or right for Lori, right? So I think that's the important piece there is, is doing what feels most aligned for you. And it, it doesn't have to be this big grand gesture. If it is, that's awesome. But, you know, those small steps will lead to the final result. So 
I think that's important for me. No, that's super powerful. So thank you for sharing all those things, Lori, and sharing your whole routine with us. Uh, but let's jump over to success now. And yes. so, you know, what is your success and how has your routine brought that success for you? Mm-hmm. I would say it definitely in regards to like my weight loss journey. Um, mm-hmm. That was, you know, one of my biggest successes, I would say. And as I previously noted, you know, success comes in many forms, but um, that was one of my biggest successes was dropping over 55 pounds and maintaining that. And my routine, I would say, has helped me maintain that over the last five years or so. And so uh, my routine in that regard really helped with that success because I had to be disciplined and I had to carve out that time in my routines for for fitness. And now it has become a part of my lifestyle. But success, I want to note, it comes in various forms. So success for me is also, you know, having a, a day that I can come to at the end of the day and say, you know, I feel accomplished because I did A, B, or C, or I met my intention for the day, or, you know, I helped someone in need, or I overcame uh, a fear of mine. That is also success. And so that my routines of, you know, my morning routines or my meditations or my self-care routines or my breath work routines, those contribute to those successes as well. And see, most definitely the most, you know, pivotal one or, you know, most noticeable success, I guess you could say, was definitely the weight loss journey. And my routine contributed greatly to that for sure and continues to. Yeah. And I love how you kind of mentioned there where like having met your intention becomes a success. And so it even is like, not only is success is routine, but the routine you create can set you up for success. Like, because the little things in it, can be like, oh, I just, I achieved what I said I was going to do this morning because that was my routine of intention. And now I have success because of it. Exactly. Uh, And I think that's really powerful to have those little wins daily to be able to accomplish the bigger successes that you're going after to achieve. So yeah, no, I love that. And so I have two questions. (laughs) One of them is, you know, if someone has not had a routine in their life before. They did not grow up around routine whatsoever. What's that one thing they need to start doing tomorrow to be able to, you know, set these intentions in their life and create this routine that works for them? Hmm. I would say is what, what are they desiring? What do they want? And that doesn't have to be a grand, like we don't have to dream when I come up with this big thing, but what are they wanting? Are they wanting stability? Are they wanting work-life balance? Are they wanting to just feel better? Are they wanting to overcome, you know, a moments of anxiety or depression? So what are they wanting? Mm-hmm. And using that as a fuel to start engaging in intentional action, right? Mm-hmm. So for someone, if it's just, you know, I have no routine, but I just, I just want to start feeling better. Okay, what does feeling better look like for you? Is that, you know, adding in a 10-minute walk in your day? Is it adding, you know, a moment of meditation? Is it just kind of grounding in breath work? And so I think that is the biggest thing is finding out what is it that someone wants and creating one small action that they can do each day, right? And then that starts kind of adding. And once we reach to the end of the week, then kind of reflecting back and saying, okay, what routine can we create with that? Um, and, you know, and as I'm sure as you've gathered throughout our conversation so far, my biggest thing is really starting off small, right? And so what is that one small action we can do today that seems doable? And then you continue to add and build on that over time. So for someone who has no routine, that's where I would start is, you know, how is it that you want to feel? What is it that you want? And what is one small thing you can do each day now that seems doable for you and build on that in time? 
Mm-hmm. Um, so that would definitely be the starting place I would recommend for folks. Awesome. Yeah. And it's something that's so totally doable, starting with one uh-huh. small thing and building uh-huh. on it and really uh-huh. looking at those feelings. I love that. Um, my second question is, so there's tons of books out there. Uh-huh. What is a book you would recommend somebody reading? Ooh, I would definitely say The Mountain Is You by Brianna Weiss, or This Is How You Heal by Brianna Weiss. Her books are amazing like the mountain is you was a life changer for me definitely Mm -hmm. and she really taps onto or taps into how our own kind of mindset barriers or what create those mountains that in our life or contribute to that and how do we overcome that so i would highly highly recommend um that and she also touches on like not specifically noting a routine specifically, but she touches on the things that we do in our day-to-day that contribute to our overall wellness and that reflects our routines, right? What are those things we add in our day-to-day that contribute to our overall wellness? And so she touches on that a little bit in that book as well, but I would highly recommend that one, The Mountain Is You by Brianna Weiss. All right, I pulled it up here because I definitely want to read it this year too. (laughs) So it's a good one. It's a really good one. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing all those things. And then for anybody that's listening, that's like, hey, I really need someone to help me with my mindset and my lifestyle. Yeah. So what is it like working with you? And then who is that ideal person that should be reaching out to you? Great. So I support women who are looking to really reconnect with themselves, you know, reconnect with their mind, body, spirit, so that they can lead their life in alignment and that feels best for them. Um, tap into that inner strength, their resilience, their uh, self-awareness. And that's what we really built throughout the course of our time together is overcoming those mindset barriers, creating a foundation that can nurture them through every season of their life and really finding that that balance in life that you can lead with alignment that feels best for you. And so when women are working with me, I have a 10-week program. It's called the Empowered Woman Coaching Program. Uh, it's a 10-week program that we work closely together, but very action-based, very intentional action. We tap into those mindset barriers. We work to reprogram you know, those uh, mindset barriers that are holding her stuck. And we really create a roadmap to the journey of becoming or being this empowered woman. Um, and that shifts for each woman, you know, depending on what their goals are and what they're going through in your journey at that time. And that is really what uh, work with me is like, is we really work together in a non-judgmental, safe space and peel back these layers and really find that inner confidence so they can lead their life in alignment. And so uh, folks can find me, you know, on my Instagram, The Lifestyle with Lori. And on there, I break it down a little bit more on my framework, my holistic framework that I use when working with women. Uh, but we really step into that mind, body, spirit, that whole person approach to create, you know, long-term success and change. So if anyone is looking for that support, we tap into that mindset work. But really what I want to do is give folks, you know, the tools for long-term success and really in our work together, that's what they get. We work very closely together. So they have that accountability. They have that non-judgmental support, but we really create a mindset foundation to create long-term success. All right. Awesome. And we will have all of Lori's information in the show notes, as well as the emails that go out. So if you're like, okay, I need Lori to help me with my mindset, please reach out to her um, after you. And then Lori, anything else you wanted to add before we end the show? 
I just wanted to thank you, Hannah, for your time and, you know, for having this podcast as we discussed earlier, um, you know, when we first started chatting, this is so important, you know, and bringing these things to light is so important because when you create a routine, it really does create success, um, you know, and when you're intentional and when you're consistent, it creates success. So I think it's powerful to have this platform where we can share our stories. So I wanted to thank you for creating this platform and, you know, for having me join today um, and sharing this time together. Thank you so much. And thank you for joining and sharing your routine with us, Lori. Yes, thank you so much. It's been lovely. I look forward to hearing it again. Thank you for listening to Success is Routine podcast. If you found value in this episode, share it with a friend. Episodes go live weekly on Sunday at 8 a.m. Start your week with the right routine. Like, follow, and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening. Join the Success is Routine movement and get exclusive downloads and content from the guests. Go to www.successisroutine.com and follow the conversation there or on social media. Until next time, remember, finding things that feel best for you, I think, help keep us consistent in a routine and doing things that you enjoy. When it seems so big, it seems out of reach, but when we break things down a little bit smaller, for one, it is easier for us to keep consistent, but it also helps to implement or create a mindset that is more nurturing. What is my goal for the day? What do I want to be the focus? And not put so much pressure on this, right? We don't have to put so much pressure on ourselves to make these routines feel so... We want it to feel authentic. We want it to feel like part of you. 